everyone welcome back to you haven't seen that uh this is the for those who people are probably listening at this point they understand this is a show where i show people movies that they haven't seen but i think they should have seen so that's the intro to the show now uh joining me again as we continue our series on the indiana jones franchise uh with me is donovan eilert i am stoked to be here <laughs> and katie farrell hello uh and what's your name I'm John Campbell. Did I not say my name? I don't think no. so. I don't know. I, I, I'm still getting used to doing this one instead of panel on panels. So yeah. I don't, that, this one doesn't have as formal an opening. You didn't say that this is the podcast about comics and all things comics related, so it's a step up. Yeah, that's a good thing, yeah. Yeah. I've had to cut that out of all the other episodes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, You say it in the middle, too, which is really weird. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. It's I like, just, John, we're half an hour in. You don't have to... I have to remind people that it's that, but that's wrong, so that's yeah. really one of the problems. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, as I said, we're continuing. This is our third uh, episode about the Indiana Jones franchise. Mm. Uh, we're introducing Katie to these films. Donovan, of course, you have seen these movies. So many times. So many times. Particularly this, the one we're talking about today. This isn't my... Without... Oh, I don't want to say anything to, like... <laughs> You're killing color, me. Color these Katie. guys won't let me watch the preview for it, because apparently there's way too many spoilers. Oh, this, it, shows way, spoil it shows anything. way too much of the movie. So I have absolutely no idea what to expect. They're I am most like, connected what do you expect? to this movie. I don't know. Nothing. I expect... This movie is... I feel co- like this movie doesn't even exist. We should say exist. this is... We were talking about the third Indiana Jones movie, which is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So that makes me think, like, that's the final, this is it, this but is the you trilogy, know, you this do is know the end. But, this was the end of the trilogy. But then they came out with a fourth one? or they did. Years later, there is a fourth one. There could be a fifth one. (laughs) Disney now owns the rights to Lucas Arts. There are some rumors rumbling around about a 2018 release date for a. And we don't know if it would be after this one or if it would be a reboot. We don't really know anything about it other than that they're apparently circling some dates there. With Harrison Ford? Uh, Unknown at this point. I would so hope so. If they can get him to do Age of Adeline, <laughs> they can get but him for Indiana Jones. But I mean, if they're going to... Okay, but, but, but they say, but what the dates of like 1936, and he's mm-hmm. how old in that movie? So it, it would mm-hmm. still have to be back then and not in present time, or well, else he will, would just be I will be say, ancient. without getting too, too much into anything, there is 19 years between this third film and the fourth film of Indiana Jones. Okay. So he and, 19 actual years. Nine, and, nine, and I believe 19 years of I think uh, of yeah I think that's well. about right. He in, the character of Indiana Jones ages 19 years as well between the movies. Um, but we'll talk. But about But still that has it. He still week. got it. Because a lot of people have asked if we if we're going to talk about the fourth one. And yeah. yes, I feel like if we're going to do this, we have to finish this. And the fourth one, I'm almost the most curious to see what Katie thinks. I am it, too. Um, without talking too much about it, but uh, we let's talk about the third movie a bit today here before we go into it. Uh, as I said, it is uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Uh, it's once again directed by Steven Spielberg from a story by George Lucas. It's written by uh, Jeffrey Bohm. Uh, so this is, they do not keep a consistent screenwriter throughout this franchise. You don't feel it. No, it, it, I mean, because I think because you have Lucas 
uh, always there sort of guiding the story. I think he keeps the tone consistent and the characters consistent. Uh, this is also the first one, as we talked about the last one, there was a lot of controversy uh, with the level of violence and horror in that film, uh, which led to the creation of the PG-13. So this is the first one to be rated PG-13. Uh, not the first movie, the first Indiana Jones mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. What was the first movie? I forget. I think it was Gremlins. Oh, that's I'm pretty sure it was Gremlins. Uh, A worthwhile, which was also a Steven Spielberg production. Mm -hmm. Um, This movie uh, opened on May 24th, 1989. So this is five years after uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And now to remind the listeners a little bit, you particularly enjoyed Temple of Doom. I did. I thought it was great. I did not think it was very PC, but I thought it was. I thought it 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 had everything, and (laughs) I thought it. I mean, that was an adventure. When I think adventure, I think of that one, not so much the first one. Because as that movie told us in its tagline, if adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones. Well, it it definitely is. The tagline. Do you want to hear the tagline for this movie? Because I've given you pretty much Uh, nothing. Well, if you're going to deprive me of the preview, (laughs) just go ahead and just keep depriving me of the tagline. The tagline of this film is. No, wait. No, don't tell me. <laughs> no, like, I, just, I don't want to know. You don't want to hear it? I want to figure it out. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. No, wait, tell me. Wait, no. Do no, you want to hear it or not? No, I don't. I don't. You don't want to don't. hear it? This, this is, is so hard. Katie's very conflicted, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. She's actu- actively okay. pulling out her hair. Right. I'm like, I'm, I don't know. My palm is I'm going to ask you a couple <laughs> questions. I know, you, I know you said you have no idea what to expect. That's good. Uh, I'm going to ask you just a couple of questions. Do you think this movie takes place before or after the events of the first film, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Um, Seeing as Temple of Doom actually took place one year before. So are we going forward now? Well, I think it'd be cool if we kept going backwards, um, unless they go forward and bring back Marion. But then I want to know what happened with Short Round. I feel like that. <laughs> I feel bad for that kid. I we'll, we'll see. So if maybe we get a, if I we... hope I hope he comes back if we're going backward, or I don't know. I don't even know where this movie takes place. Mm-hmm. I have absolutely no idea. I've done Anything, zero research. Is, on is this the title? The title's not given. Just Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. No. I okay. Nothing. All right. Okay. Cool. Cool. Am I, wait. Am I supposed to? No. No. I, no. Oh, no. no I'm just not. wondering. I'm just wondering. If There's what, no test. With so I have no idea where in the world this guy is now. Mm-hmm. Where in the world is, is Carmen San Diego? I don't know. Maybe he could be. It would. That would be a place that would make sense for him to go. Potentially. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's obviously. We can say he's obviously looking for some artifact. Yeah. Uh, I will give you one. I would feel so sad if he doesn't get to put him in a museum because <laughs> that. Or I, I would like to see him go back to the university. Okay. You'd okay. like to see the university come back? Yeah. Uh, cool. Maybe some lovesick girls. Um, no? Okay. You so about lovesick girls? First, first girl, she was awesome. Second girl should never come back <laughs> <laughs> ever. Um, Mrs. Spielberg. So are you hoping for a return of Marion or maybe a new girl? Yeah, or? you know, I, I wouldn't mind a new girl just to, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Does it have to be a girl? I don't know. I just want short round back. That's all I care about. Okay. Shorty. <laughs> I think you might have been the only person asking for that, but that's all right. Uh, Shorty. Short, short round's pretty controversial in the Indiana Jones fan base, I would say. Yeah, I talked to my dad, and he's like, oh, that kid? No, I don't yeah, like that Yeah, kid. yeah, yeah. I think that's a lot of people's opinion. Um, I will say one thing, which is there is a new actor who joins the cast this time, and you'll see his name in the opening title, so it's not that. Uh, this time we are joined by, uh, I believe he's a knight, is he not? Dan Aykroyd? No, I don't. I'm not sure he's been. Is he not knight? Because I was going to say, Is it sir. Dan Aykroyd? Does he come back? No, but it is. Oh. We are joined by James Bond himself, Sean Connery, in this <gasps> Best part well, about now... this is uh... they wanted, Spielberg wanted to make a James Bond film. Yeah, that was, as we and... said on the first one, he had always wanted to make a James Bond film. And so well, so now I wonder if the love interest is going to go to Harrison Ford or Sean Connery. <laughs> We are dealing with two legendary Hollywood heartthrobs on yeah. sharing the screen together for the first time. Both hunky and her suit. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so oh my yeah. gosh! So if they brought back Short Round, that could have been like the inspiration for Two and a Half Men. <laughs> could be, could be. I would watch that show. <laughs> yeah, if it was them, I would. I would watch that. I would watch that show. All right. So any, anything else, Katie? Um, yeah. I don't. I just. I have no idea what to expect. I don't know where this takes place. I don't. I don't even know what the cover of it looks like. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well. well, then well now we'll, I'm excited. We will see you in just a little bit. If you've watched the movie before, ladies and gentlemen, it will be moments and mm-hmm. if you haven't watch it with us and we'll be back in what's the runtime on this about two hours I about think. two hours yep all right we'll see you Okay, we're back. We have watched Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Uh, we turn now to the uh, most uh, tense part of the show when we ask Katie. Uh, generally, in a very broad uh, strokes way, we'll get into the more details later. What did you think of Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade? This one was really funny. I laughed so hard. I was very surprised. Thank you for not showing me the trailer, even though that was torture. I was very surprised. It's got to, it's, it shows way too much in the movie. Yeah, it does, because it gave away a lot of the jokes. There mm-hmm. were plenty of jokes. Um, when he said that Sean Connery was in the movie, I was expecting him to be like a much taller, short round, um, <laughs> and not his father. And Because I was like, oh, I don't know. And then it was his dad, and then that mm-hmm. made it so sweet, and I loved that. And I loved how he was his main companion through the whole trip, yes. and the woman was the villain mm-hmm. as i mean as like the last time we agreed that you know there was the enemy <laughs> and then she was just the villain so. right, right right yeah and then the nazis came back yes and that was a surprise and when he got his book autographed by hitler i <laughs> screamed <laughs> i would say this i think this Internally, is, this is yeah. the funniest of the indiana jones movies. it is the most fun all around absolutely like even the chase sequences feel fun in this one and it's not even just like the one-liners that are funny it's just the side eyes and the pausing and just Mm -hmm. them looking at each other in shock it's just hilarious we've got two guys with impeccable comic timing and they have great chemistry yeah Yeah, it's like they get it they get that Mm -hmm. that that flow and that rhythm and it was just great there were no dead moments in that well, no, yeah, and you don't people. often see Sean Connery with a broadly comedic part. No, you right. don't, which and was he really nails it. And great. Oh, he's yeah. so funny in this mm-hmm. movie. He's hilarious in this. Yeah, yeah. I would never tag him as a comedic actor, but this one, it, he was just—it was so great. We always had such a dry sense of humor in like the Bond movies and stuff. You know, the the quips after he killed a guy and stuff. But yeah, nothing that was. But he was always maintained that sense of cool in those movies. Here, he's a nerd. Well, and that's the best part. Is... <laughs> in his little bucket hat, mm-hmm. I loved it. I love this movie because you cast the original James Bond as the biggest bookworm and nerd ever. (laughs) And Sean Connery plays it so well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like when he hits him in the head with the the vase. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, oh, no. You know, it's It's Ming Dynasty. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) He's like, oh, don't worry. It's it's a fake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Thank God. It's a fake. It's a fake. (laughs) You can tell by the cross hatching. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so thumbs up from you. Yeah, this has two thumbs up. Two thumbs. So Wait, not, no, not the three, three, the three thumbs up. Okay, 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 okay. So. <laughs> Wait, I I know. Maybe. Okay, wait. This has like two and like three quarter thumbs up. Okay. 
Um, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm stuck because I, for I'm going to rank these from, you know, my favorite to least favorite. For the first three, yeah. Yeah, for the first three. It's it's a toss up between going three two one or two three one. Mm. One so being one close. one being my least favorite out of the ones I've seen. Mm. Crusade and Doom are the although closest. this one had this one had like a blimp. This this Benjamin? had a train. I thought it was a western, a and this mm. had a tank. This had I mean this topped. I was like, how are they going to top last time? And they did it because they brought in more stuff oh, to yeah. explode and jump off of this and leap place on. This takes it's, place it in takes three place, different continents. Mm-hmm. Well, and it takes place before and after. The yes. other two movies. When we asked you, I love the this. flashback. That was so great. He said, like, "Indy, Indiana," and I was like, oh, "That's him." Yeah, I, I want to get into the. Yeah, you know, we'll start with the beginning. That was this brilliant. is the best beginning to any of the Indiana Jones. And movies. you see the snake fear where that creeps in. The whip. You see the whip. You see the hat. Yep. Of like how he became Indiana Jones. But he was, and what was great was you see all those things. But what you see as well is that he was kind of always Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. That belongs in a museum. You know? Right. Like the, that. That guy was always there. Or the the whole thing about like. His friend goes, you know, what are you going to do? He's like, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Even like 15-year-old Indiana Jones was kind of the same guy. Well, mm-hmm. and they deliberately don't put a timestamp on it until, until you see the yeah. face of the guy in the fedora, who I think is listed in the credits as Fedoro. Uh, yeah. It's something something <laughs> like that. That's yeah. not originally who he's going to be fedora. credited It's just Fedora. Fedora. Yeah. Do you know who he was originally going to be credited as? No. He, in the original script, was written as... Abner Ravenwood, hmm. who is Marion's father. Right. So there was at one point in time uh, an idea to loop that into like how he got his start was through yeah. Abner. I think it was probably better that they didn't go with that. Because well, he, he, comes, he comes off as a real sinister figure yeah, here. Exactly. And that's not the sense we got of Abner in Raiders. Yeah, I mean, he's not really present in Raiders. I he's, mean, what the way they refer to him, and they, they very much had this mentor-protege relationship. Yeah. Uh, but, I don't see I don't see Indy taking up with that guy. That guy seems to represent the kind of people Indy would hate. Yes, exactly. And they don't reveal the time until you see. Because for it, a minute, it's supposed to look like Indiana. Oh, the guy very much dresses exactly like Indiana. And like yeah. in the back, and you don't see his face. Mm-hmm. He's looking yeah, I down. saw those parallels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, you realize it's a younger River Phoenix. Yes, River Phoenix plays. Young Indiana Jones. He also played Harrison Ford, a younger Harrison Ford in uh, Mosquito Coast. Uh, he played, uh, did he play a younger? Didn't he play a younger Harrison Ford? They worked together in that. I think he played his son. So younger Harrison Ford, that's how yeah. that's how it works, John. <laughs> I'll explain that to you sometime with the babies. But yes, they did, they did. And, and if you look at, at what he does um, in this movie, it's uh, it's pretty great, The his... He subtly mimics Harrison Ford in a lot of ways. Yeah, like the look, his expressions. Mm-hmm. And yeah. his run. I love when he's running out of the cave and he's yeah. just like can't get his feet underneath him. And like he doesn't do an impression of his voice necessarily, but sort of the, the patter of the way right. Harrison Ford speaks. Well, I was, wa- I was reading trivia on this mm-hmm. last couple of weeks. And one of the things they said was that River Phoenix was noted as saying he didn't prepare by watching Indiana Jones, but by watching Harrison Ford out of character on set mm. is how he prepared for this. So wow. he watched Harrison Ford and he wanted to mimic that more than he wanted to mimic Indiana Jones specifically. Oh, yeah. Because, and he, and I mean, it comes it went, through. It's oh, a it's, huge success. It's really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, and he I mean, he does look like him, obviously. I mean, enough that he cast him as his son and then later would cast him as uh, a younger version of him. River Phoenix was a fantastic actor. Uh, people would know him from um, Stand By Me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and this might be the most succinct 
origin story type in <laughs> any movie. I mean, it's 10 minutes, yes. but you get the fear, like we said, the fear of snakes, the whip. Yeah, that moved really adventure, fast. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, it was kind of cool to have a circus train and like literally everything he fell into informed mm-hmm. a new part of him. Mm-hmm. Very, very traumatic, obviously. Super clever. And that scene being the inspiration for a TV show we mentioned on the first episode when we mm-hmm. talked about Indiana Jones. Uh, which was either The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones or The Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, depending on... Who you're talking to. Yeah, if you watched it on TV uh, back in the day, or if you have the DVD box sets, they changed the name. Yep. So, But, uh, yeah, that became that whole thing. There was also a series of novels about the young Indiana Jones uh, as well. Uh, Katie, you were disappointed that Short Round did not make a return? Well, I was, and, and but then Dad filled the big shoes. <laughs> I mean, those were big shoes to fill, and sure. he just, like, outgrew the shoes, so... Um, the, I was telling you guys that between this, I, I looked up to see if there was anything ever mentioned anywhere about what happened to Short Round. There is a novel that mentions that following the events of Temple of Doom, Indy brought Short Round back to the United States and paid for him to attend a boarding school. Aww. So somewhere out there... Somebody wrote a novel about Short Round? <laughs> I don't know if they wrote a novel about Short Round, but they wrote a novel at least that took place between Temple of Doom and Raiders of the Lost Ark. And... and Stated what happened. Well, as long as he wasn't abandoned again, I mean, uh, for, for at least, I mean, depends on how much weight you put on these books. But there's nothing to refute that that Indy didn't send him to school. Yeah. So uh, Indy took care of him. It seemed like we don't yeah. know what happened to Willie. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Free <laughs> Willie. Yeah, so in this movie, we have uh, is it uh, Elsa Schneider? Schneider. Yeah, Elsa Schneider, played by Allison Duty. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we think of this of this new girl? No, she was very mysterious and cunning. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's always going to be that tension between Harrison Ford and any you know woman who <laughs> stands in his way of you know just getting, in general. Just Forget yeah, just, as I Indiana mean, Jones. Just I mean, Harrison they, Ford he could they could women. be walking. Yeah, if she's in his way, the <laughs> there's like okay, there's the and there's just like a distance between you know people where it's you know. It's called F or F, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to do it or you're going to fight. Right, right, right. And there's like, there's constantly that different, you know, and they like take up, you know, half of the movie screen of just their faces, like standing in the F or F mm-hmm, position. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they're either going to do it or they're going to fight. And I, I don't think they're going to fight. They do. <laughs> I, spoiler, they, uh, spoiler alert on this show. There's always a spoiler alert on the show, but they do both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. She's a Nazi, mm-hmm. which I think was a really smart move on this part because they, you know, they they had the sort of his equal with the woman in the first movie. Uh, then they had the sort of shrieking, uh, terrified woman in the second movie. Sort of the next logical move was to make an evil woman. Yeah, and she was. I mean, she was smart, but I mean, mm-hmm. she could nobody. She was. Smart she him. was his equal, but evil. I mean, but a Nazi, which I liked. Yeah. Oh, not, I mean, really, not, I, I mean, I didn't like that she was a Nazi, even though that was. Did you have suspicions cool, but... she was a Nazi? I, you know, it's so funny. I had more suspicion on the other doctor, like his actual friend, not the one who betrays him. Marcus Brody. Yeah, because. Who, who, is, who we saw uh, yeah, as, I at was the like, college in the first movie. Yeah, I, I was like, you know, this this guy, I don't know. I don't know why, but, you know, it was the whole, like, <laughs> trust nobody. And then he had all the At, at a certain point. And, uh, I mean, Marcus I was Brody trusting re- nobody. <laughs> at a certain point, Marcus Brody reveals himself to be a bumbling comic relief character. Yes, which I was glad. And I, I was like, please don't betray Indiana. Please. Okay. Okay, uh, played good. by the this great movie, Denholm Elliott. Yes. is filled with broad comedic oh, performances. Yeah. Sala by John mm-hmm. Rice Davies is f- so funny. Yeah. And Marcus Brody is funny. Returning once again, Sala from Raiders, of course. Mm-hmm. See, this mm-hmm. feels like 
I mean, there's a fourth movie. We've talked about this, but this feels like a nice buttoning up of the series. Well, this feels like the like like a direct continuation from Raiders, and it feels like yes, we finally in a way that the Temple of Doom sort of took it in a different direction. This is, feels like they went back to Raiders, but expanded it to a larger scope. See, I don't think this had a buttoning ending, even though it was called the Last Crusade. You know, because the word "last" in there, or is it "final"? Is La- it last, last Crusade? Yeah. That okay. I thought that was gonna be the last one, but then there's immortality. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, does that mean they go on forever? Mm-hmm. That made me think. I was like, dreams, I was like, Katie. oh, that's it. And then I'm like, well, so Harrison Ford's gonna have to find the Fountain of Youth if he wants to live forever, because you know you could just make tons more Indiana Jones films mm-hmm. with Sean Connery. That would be like the dream. That's the dream <laughs> team right there. Ford Connery. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that here's, I would agree that it would be a dream team. Here's where I think that all falls apart. Mm-hmm. Because two of the three Knights brothers die 500 years before the last brother dies. That is true. And it's because he keeps the grail and it's because he doesn't go past the seal in the Valley of the Crescent Moon. That is true. The other, the other two guys on the crusade. They die of extremely old age, so it obviously prolongs their life, but they still die and it's not of like a stabbing or a shooting or anything like mm-hmm. that i uh, katie do i wish that all the indiana jones movies went on forever <laughs> yes i know i'm like why are there only f- why are there only like four there I should be 500 there, of them. there's 19 years between the i said between they made making this oh and, i and really hope they got good prosthetics and uh <laughs> makeup oh there. you'll see it's they don't. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna. I have you seen Harrison Ford these days? He doesn't need it. No, he still looks. He's, <laughs> he's what seventy. I believe he's seventy two. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he looks fantastic. Yeah, and I, I, yeah. Well, and I mean, if you've seen him in that new Star Wars trailer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he looks pretty fantastic. He's still yeah. very much Han Solo. In that. I mean, Age of Adeline. He's a good-looking, <laughs> yeah, good-looking yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, no, he has aged exceptionally well. Speaking of ages, Katie, here's a little fun little trivia for you. In this movie, Sean Connery plays Harrison Ford's father. Mm-hmm. They are only 12 years apart in That's real what life. I was going to say. Yes. That's what I, I was thinking. You know, that there's no way they could be father and son because of the age, but they pulled it off. They pulled it off. Connery does look just like an old man. I mean, you know what I mean? And like, then, like he's, he's a good-looking old man. And then Harrison Ford looks younger. Than, yes. I think, so I think go, when, with them each going in the opposite direction, mm-hmm. it works. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, there's only 12 years age difference between Yeah, because I was saying, I was like, no. I don't know. How is because you said the only the only hint I got was that Sean Connery is going to be in this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, who who is he going to be? Mm-hmm. I d- yeah, and he's his father. I, I will. I mentioned the you didn't want me to tell you the tagline at the beginning. Is it of "Don't it. Call Me Junior"? <laughs> no, it's uh, <laughs> that would be a great. Wait, wait, that wait. would be great. Why'd it have to be right? Wait, oh, I was because I pointed out like, is that the tagline? Oh, Nazis! I hate these guys. Yeah, yeah Nazis! I hate these guys. Uh, oh, rats! I believe. Oh yeah, oh, rats! Oh rats! And yeah. Uh, or Ah Venice. The, <laughs> ah Venice. Uh, the tagline is, have the adventure of your life keeping up with the Joneses. Who says that? Nobody. It's, Nobody. Not, it's just the tagline to the movie. So it's, it's like, it's on the, it's what's on the poster? <gasps> like if adventure had a name. Okay, I, I understand the keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- th- there was also another one that was, the man with the hat is back. And this time he's bringing his dad. <laughs> that, that, I feel like that gives. <laughs> that's 
Coming that, soon to Father's Day. I feel like that would just be the most simple way of putting that. That was on you one, one was on one poster, one was on the other you poster. You know what's weird is that they, they right? kinda touch on mom, but they don't really get they into mom. They mention yeah, they mention mom. I get the sense that Indy was closer with his mother mom. than his mm-hmm. father. And distant fathers is this continuing recurring theme we see in Spielberg's work. Well, and this yeah. is something that Spielberg talked about because George Lucas really went wanted to go after the the Holy Grail parts yes. of it. And Steven Spielberg said, I don't really care about that. That's not interesting. What I want is a father-son movie. And and this right here is and I don't I don't think anybody's going to find this that controversial statement. The what you just said is why Spielberg's a better filmmaker than George Lucas. Yeah. Spielberg is all about emotions and characters. Yeah. Lucas is all about things and like story yep and that i mean which is why they work so well they work together. really like, well this together was extremely successful yeah well because, i mean you look at like a movie like jurassic park it's a movie about dinosaurs but really it's about a man um accepting that he can be a father we sh- jurassic park yeah well, definitely we should write the that. we should write the tagline for jurassic park right now <laughs> um if we're writing like the second one let's say dinosaurs out of control <laughs> you think that sums it up sure yeah okay <laughs> That's uh, that's my. Do you know the actual tagline for Jurassic Park? What, what is the actual? It was uh, an adventure sixty-five million years in the making. Oh, with I think your I dad. Knew that. With your dad. <laughs> with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> just, also, Jeff- who refers to him as the man with the hat? I've never heard anyone call Indiana Jones. It's that. like, hey, do you see the movie with the man in the hat? Yeah. Oh yeah, I love that movie. I would say like the hat, the whip, the, the hat, vest, the yeah, yeah, the hat and the whip is kind of like you would think the man with the hat and the whip is back, not the. Because a lot of people have hats. There have been many movies about people with hats. Really? Name <laughs> one other hat movie. Well, I mean, uh, think about any Western ever. You got me there, John. <laughs> it's also like the Mad Hatter. I don't... Hey, oh, sure. Your guys' logic is <laughs> infallible. So, um, but uh, so we we uh, we start with the with the flashback to uh, Indiana's origins, if you will. Oh, so and good. then one of my favorite cuts in the history of film. Yep. Is young Indiana Jones and the guy puts the hat on him mm-hmm. and he, his head bows down and, and when then his head comes up, up and he's Harrison Ford yeah, and he's on a ship and he's on a and ship and he's immediately guy. punched right yeah, yeah. Right. and you think he's he's smiling and he just says, Wham. that yeah. was great that was so funny and it's the same guy and he's getting the same cross yep the the cross of Coronado yeah mm-hmm. um, which is which is cool and once again it belongs in museum mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is twenty six laters it cuts twenty six years yes it does bam yeah, yeah we cut from nineteen twelve to nineteen thirty eight. Uh, so yeah, so we 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 are, we go both backwards and forwards here, which is cool. Um, and uh, there's there's a big fight on the ship. The ship blows up, and that guy dies. Yeah, <laughs> it's short lived. You just see his yeah. hat. Yeah, you just see his floating. hat floating. And then he's the like, other man. I mean, we didn't hat. see him die. I, that could be nah, the fifth it. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we don't know. We don't know what the plot of the next Indiana Jones is, but presumably it has to be the return of that guy. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Some what twenty five <laughs> years later now. I mean, they did say the awesome thing when he's like, "It's a small world, Doctor Jones." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Too small for the two of us." Yep, that's a great line. That could be a whole movie. There are so many great lines. I feel like there's a it, particularly Indiana Jones lines in this. Mm-hmm. He, he has a lot of great comebacks to to bad guys and stuff. And All stuff. of these movies are so well. Written, yes, yeah. This one especially. The writing though. is. Yeah. Really I love. I this feel movie. like uh, Jeffrey. Well, it Jeffrey moves. Bohm, it moves quickly, and it's not just because of all the action that's going on. Right. It just the dial. It, everything it's just very, moves. It's. I feel like. I'm like, wow, they found that thing really fast. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like. Or wow, they solved that problem really fast. Jeffrey Bohm, who wrote this, is 
is more of a writer like Lawrence Kasdan who wrote the first one because mm-hmm. I feel like that snappy dialogue, that sort of old school uh, movie banter is really like omnipresent. There were no lulls. No. Well, uh, well there's lots of lulls. At- we lulled all the time. We <laughs> lolled like crazy. All right. But you might not been- be welcome back after that. Oh comment. come on. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, (laughs) That's going to do it. Katie's leaving now, so that's great. Um, And then we return to To the university. university. I was like, I hope we go back. And then we went back, and I was like, yes. And then you got to see inside of his office where all the relics are, and that was cool. That was cool, cool. and all the And all the screaming fans. He thought he was like a member of the Beatles or something. I love that because he goes... Again, it's this beautiful dichotomy of like him jumping onto a tank and whipping his father's leg to save him from being crushed. Mm-hmm. And then he steps outside of his room, and then you just see the look of like panic come over his face when there's too many people around. Like he's mm-hmm. claustrophobic. Yeah. And, he, like, and, he, like, and he gets out of his, he crawls out of his window. Yeah. And his poor secretary. Yeah. There. Well, to me, that's always been something that, that, that was very appealing and likable about this character was he's a guy who goes out there, fights Nazis, jumps off of stuff, blows stuff up, shoots people, punches people. Oh, and then he goes to school and teaches. Like, mm-hmm. like the 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 dichotomy of that is is so great, and and such, and that's why I'm really glad that the university comes back in this movie because it was it was something that was missing from Temple of Doom. As enjoyable as a lot of parts of Temple of Doom are, that part of his character you miss isn't the, there. Uh, yeah, I miss the humility. Of and him. they yeah. mention it, but because he's, a, he's a, like his father uh, to a certain, and his father is way more so. But he's a nerd. He's a guy. He's a he's a scholar. Mm-hmm. He's a scholar who carries a gun and a whip wherever he goes, but. Like uh, most scholars. Yeah. And then, so we bring back, of course, Marcus Brody, who works with him at the university. Mm-hmm. Um, as we said, played by Denholm Elliott, who is a delight. This, and, and in this movie, far more than he was in Raiders. Yes. Uh, he's a major character in this. Yeah, definitely more memorable. Yeah. I, f- I feel like, I think, because they got a lot of flack for that second movie and how dark it was and how scary it was and how violent it was. I feel like they're, they're re- you talk about fun this movie is. I feel like that was really on their minds to make a really fun movie this time. This I had fun watching it. Yeah. This is this is just tons of fun. And it seems like at every turn they were like, how can we make this the most fun it can be? Because it was intense and it was fun mm. and it was very it was funny, but I was also kind you of know, all at once. It was also a, a nail biter. I was like, yes. what's going to happen? Yeah, like when you see him with Hitler and you're like, oh. <gasps> oh my gosh, that one made my heart stop. I was going to have a heart attack. I know. We, we watched that. John and I knew oh that was God. coming. Whoa. We were just like, we might have to call an ambulance. We'll also, we'll also, we'll get to the three trials to get to the grail as well. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, Talk yeah, about the, your reactions the, to that. Yeah. Um, but uh, so uh, we get our, of course, what we're after in this movie is the Holy Grail. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he's, uh, he's given this job by a man named Walter Donovan, played by, uh, Julian Glover, who's a British actor. Uh, he's great. He's playing American, but he's actually British. Um, he's in Star Wars. Yep. Uh, what, is he, he's in, is he in Empire? He's in Empire, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. He's also the villain in the James Bond movie For Your Eyes Only. Mm-hmm. Um. He's appeared on Game of Thrones. I was just gonna say, he's on Game of Thrones now. Grandmeister Pricell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. People probably know him from that. That'd be the most recent thing he's probably, done. Probably, yeah. Um, where he is... <laughs> it took me... I didn't know that was him for the longest time, because he plays a very old man on... Uh... Well, because he's pretty old now. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, he I, don't think I guess he, he doesn't I, just... I don't think he's... <laughs> I'm just now realizing that there's two Bond villains on Game of Thrones. I'm pretty sure every Bond villain has been on Game <laughs> of Thrones at this but, point. But uh, I believe Jonathan Price joined the cast this season. The villain from Tomorrow Never Dies. Um, that's I believe that's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think you're forgetting the number one. 
What am I forgetting? Well, Sean Bean. Sean Bean is of a course. Bond villain. Played 006 and uh, yep. Goldeneye. He doesn't last forever in Game of Thrones. No, but he certainly makes an impression. Yes. <laughs> He's so good. I like I think we're I talking like about two things Katie does not know, which are James Bond and Game of Thrones. So well, we should... then our job is <laughs> complete. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back forever. Um... <laughs> You're going to continue to be on this show. Yep. Uh, it's gonna. It's now. It's, it's, it's now called. Katie hasn't seen this, <laughs> yeah, so, so we're gonna we're sit down. Exposing our friend Katie to <laughs> everything. Everything. It's um, now. I'm gonna run the show. I haven't seen this. So Katie, what was your first impression when you see Walter Donovan, uh, who of course later is maybe somewhat nefarious? What a great sounding name, by the Walter way. Walter Donovan. Yeah, part of that name especially. <laughs> I yeah, was I like, thought, which which part? First yeah. part, last part. Walter. You love the name Walter. I really yes. It reminds me of. Uh, Sleep was in Seattle. Yes, that's the um, that's the character played by um, oh Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman, thank yeah. you. Who's maybe the best part of that movie? He's fantastic in that movie. Bill Pullman might be the best part of every movie he's in. Uh, <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Walter Donovan, did you immediately suspect that something was up with this guy, or was he just some rich guy who wanted an artifact? You know i I thought I thought he was sincere. I thought it would be too trite to assume that he was going to be the villain because he's you know, kind of ritzy and has a nice little place and well, not little, but <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I imagined Very him like glitzy. walking out of a, you know, like the, he seems the I feel walk- like, I feel like he just he- walked out of the opening credits <laughs> for temple of doom. I feel like I was going to say, <laughs> I, I don't I feel know. like a musical number. Did he just walk out of like a fancy party? No, there's a party because his yeah. wife yeah. comes in and asks him to come back to the party. Yeah, it looks like, it looks like the next room is a ballroom. Where Temple of Doom just took place. Which is really funny because that woman who comes in to mm-hmm. tell him to come back to the party mm-hmm. is Julian Glover's actual wife. Oh, is that right? I did not yeah. know that. That's she cool. She has one line. Huh? Okay, one Okay, one thing before we go any further. <laughs> is, is she going to be like, what happened to my husband? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Um, I liked the opening credits of Temple of Doom, not because of the big musical number, uh-huh. but because I liked the way the name Indiana Jones was displayed the, in uh, the... It's the proper logo, like yeah, or yeah, like, like the, the brand the gradient, logo, yeah, and yeah, with the orange that. Goes well, that's to the only movie that uses that. I think, and that's uh, yeah, because I liked how that one. I think the reason it's not used in this one, and they don't reveal it to you yet, but this is a 1912, and that opening feels like a much more old timey, like it's just very yeah, simple but it's, it's block the letter. same. Yeah, but that one made me same, think it was a western. It's the same text, which I mean, because it is open in Utah. Right? It's the same font that's in Raiders, though. And it's the same font. I'm going to go ahead and spoil this. It's the same font that's in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull as well. (gasps) Well, I know too much. (laughs) Yeah. You don't need to see it anymore, Katie. Uh, Yeah, that's it. I don't use that. They don't use that in that. I must be remembering the other ones incorrect. I thought they were a different font. No, it's it's. uh, You are into typography, and there is a podcast. Let us know if there's any difference (laughs) at all. There's a there's a point one two difference on the sizing of something. Um, yeah, one's so, times new Roman, one's times old Roman. So uh, <laughs> get it straight. Uh, Walter Donovan asked Indiana Jones to find the uh, Holy Grail, and he says, "You should get my father." Mm-hmm. To which he says, "We already did, and yeah. your father is missing." Mm-hmm. So that's paraphrased, but yeah. So that, that can bring us to talk a little bit about um, Henry Jones Senior. That's another big thing in this movie. We yeah, learn. Don't call me Junior. Yeah. That Indiana Jones is actually named Henry Jones. Henry, Henry Jones Junior. And they named the dog Indiana. Yep. Which do you know? You know about this? Yeah. Uh, um, George Lucas, his beloved dog, was named Indiana. His, oh. his and giant furry dog who would sit in the uh, passenger seat of his car next to him while he would drive. Who was the inspiration for the character of Chewbacca? Yep. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. And in the opening scene of this with River Phoenix, when he mm-hmm. comes back into his house to talk to his father, he walks past an Alaskan Malamute. Yeah, I saw the dog. And that's the exact same that's dog. Exactly that's that the dog. dog. It's but, not but, the dog. No, but oh. that, that was what George Lucas's dog was. It was an Alaskan Malamute. Mm-hmm. Indiana. Was, yep. That was his dog, Indiana. I had a lot of fun memories with that dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's um, so cute. But so let's talk a little bit about uh, Henry Jones Sr., uh, played, of course, by Sean Connery. And his little bucket hat. I was his family of hats. Yes. Every, every, every member. That, uh, we can only presume the mother had a signature hat as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, See, when they say man with the hat, I'm just going to think of I'm going to think of senior. Uh, yeah. Uh, so he, too, is an archaeologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe perhaps more of a uh, w- what an actual archaeologist is like. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, he seemed way more studious. Yes. Well, that's a great line, too, when he pulls him out of the tank and he goes, you call this archaeology? <laughs> or uh, uh, was it the these people are trying to kill us? I know that, Dad. It's like, well, it's a new experience for me. Happens to me all the all time. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> there, I mean, we talked about uh, their banter. They're, yeah, I, they're, I could watch those two guys talk to each other all day. Well, and Harrison Ford decided saying that this is one of his favorite people he's ever worked with. Oh, yeah. Because he said Sean Connery at this point had completely let go, and not in the sense that he wasn't trying, but just like he was having so much fun with the well, part. Well, he felt like a dad. Yeah. Like, and even Indy just going... Come on, Dad! Like Dad! Like yeah. that's yep. what made him so much my, more relatable. Favorite? Like he's a hero figure still, but you relate to him because you've all had the moment of like, <sighs> "Come on, Dad! Yeah. Come on, Dad!" Well, I love the uh, um, <laughs> the moment when they're tied to the chair. Yep, and yes. it's almost like Evan Costello. Dad, what? Dad, what? what? Dad, yeah. what? And they're turning to the other side. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That got that killed. Or me. I mean, Sean Connery lighting the room on fire, and then he turned to he's trying yeah. to take it out. <laughs> it spreads. <laughs> The floor's on fire. Now the chair's on fire. Now the table's on fire. (laughs) I mean, everything in that movie just goes so fast. Again, he's this guy that we've seen him in these great big action movies. Oh, yeah. And they flip around in the fireplace. Oh, the fireplace. And there's that the bit in the fireplace when they turn around and and Henry gets stuck on one side. Mm -hmm. And you see... The Nazi go uh-huh. through, and you uh-huh. hear the punch, and then Harrison Ford comes back on the other side, and well, then Harrison... spins around, and then there's the guy. There, that... yeah, 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 and then mm-hmm. yeah, you just see the unconscious Nazi there. Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so good. Um, uh, before we get uh, too much into the, Sorry, that yeah, stuff, but... I, I do, I do want to talk about the scenes in Venice because uh, initially they start their journey in Venice, mm-hmm. uh, where they. Uh, uh, they go, to they go into a, a church. <laughs> they go right? into a church. Oh my gosh, the stamp! Oh yeah. my gosh, the stamps in the library. That <laughs> this was might hilarious. Be, this might be the silliest thing Spielberg's ever put in one of his movies, but I love it. I remember as a kid thinking that was comedy gold. Every time Andy's breaking yeah. through the floor, yeah, and the librarian, and every time he stamps the book, <laughs> and he looks at the stamp. <laughs> yeah, he can't figure. The, that guy's brilliant. Whoever that actor was, he, he just, just the he confused said nothing. look. Just the, just the yeah, genius. <laughs> well, in the third time when you see Indy hit the floor. And mm-hmm. then it cuts back to him, and he's just looking, looking at, it. He's at like the stamp. Yeah, the page. it's surely it happened again. They didn't yeah. even have to show it. Yeah, oh, Man. it's so great. And that the part in Venice is brilliant because when they're at the college, mm-hmm. he's like seventy percent of archaeology is you know done in the library. Yada yeah. yada yada. And X never marks the, the spot. spot. Yep. And, and then X marks, X spot. marks the spot. The spot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Where's yeah, the yeah, ten? Yeah. It's right there. Yeah, the giant ten. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which takes them into the. Uh, catacombs yes um which have this movie's creepy crawlies which are rats and when it was snakes bugs now rats yep Yep. um fun fact uh, at the end of this i'll ask you what you think the creepy crawlies are going to be in the next movie uh do you know this fact about the rats uh possibly what is it the studio had to commission 
the breeding of several right, thousand right. rats because yeah. they needed them to be the right size and yeah. and, and clean. They wanted them to be disease free. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Is there like and a so disclaimer at the bottom of the card that says like no animals? Were oh, yeah. well, they are because um, the seagulls that blow up the plane aren't real, <laughs> and they use fake and animatronic rats and all the fire scenes. Mm-hmm. Everything else, but those are, were are real rats crawling in real rats. on uh, Allison um, Duty. Oh. Because Spielberg, Spielberg loves to take these, these actresses actors. and and put creepy things on them, and it's he gets a if you watch the behind the scenes he gets creepy. a big kick out of that. Oh, too. I'm sure he he's does. like a little kid making these movies. It's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, and then you find out that Henry is afraid of rats. Yes, and then later mm-hmm. you see on his face when when <laughs> when Indy says it, there were rats, like, you wouldn't you know like you would never made it. There were rats, and, and the way Connery's just like, like <gasps> color yeah. drains from his face. Rats. Uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. So then that. Uh, oh, that introduces the uh, the people who are protecting the Grail, the Brotherhood of the Cruciform Sword. Yeah, and they all have the yeah. little tattoo. I'm, Which I'm going to get that tattoo inter- introduced in their matching suits and red fezes. Fez, yep. <laughs> Great mustaches. I was looking for Great that mustaches, uh, and it leads to an awesome boat chase through Venice. Yes, yeah, there's a boat chase. That was cool. Mm-hmm. This movie does have it all. Uh, I mean, uh, the, I'm just thinking. No I was elephants. like, how do they how do they top it? Yeah, there are no <laughs> elephants, but there were boats. Yeah, there there, was... there, yeah. This is this guy boat chases. Oh, I love that boat chase mm-hmm. and in the bit of like, you know, don't go between the boats. Yeah, yeah. don't go between them. Go between them. Are you crazy? Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. You know, they have the exchange again. Don't, don't go between them. You said go between them. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. There no. It's it's nice to see Harrison Ford have chemistry with an actress after uh, last week's movie. Yes. <laughs> well, and I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like he has a little bit more chemistry with Elsa than he does with Marion. Probably because she's I, just smarter. Like I think. More I mean, I don't. I, I don't know about that. I can't. Marian, I can't back that statement at all. The thing is, is Marion is so much younger than he is that sometimes it feels like she's tagging along. Elsa, with a few minor exceptions, feels like I she deserves Elsa's, to be right in the fire. Elsa's a lot younger than him too, though. She's a little bit younger than he is. She's no more younger than he is than. She, I thought uh, she was very youthful. Marion was. Yeah. I don't think we can scientifically prove that, John. There's no way to prove that. Well, we could look at the actor, but it actually doesn't matter, per se. No. We could probably find somebody who's read the books or talked yeah. personally to George Lucas. <laughs> I don't I don't trust anything that guy says anymore. Oh, really? <laughs> I just think, uh, for me, the chemistry I like better because... Ever since because... first, I can't trust him. Yeah, uh. I understand. <laughs> I understand that. Um, but no, I feel like she's... She she feels more comfortable in the action than like a Marion does. Marion sometimes feels a little well. Out she's of an place. archaeologist in that sense. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, in that sense, she's yeah. So she feels like she's with it a little bit more. Anyways, I just think, like I said, with that boat chase, she's mm. great. She he throws her up and she just like takes the wheel, mm-hmm. you know, right away. Yeah, he does yeah. throw her over his shoulder. Yes, he she does. does with. I, every woman, <laughs> she's more willingly submissive than the others. I'd have to say. Hmm. There's a more like I do really like the scene where they're in the hotel room and he kisses her and she says how dare you kiss me mm-hmm. and she kisses him and he says hey I don't like fast women mm-hmm. and I don't <laughs> like arrogant men yeah and, that's yeah. some that's some nice old movie style banter mm-hmm. well and that's the third time one of my favorite things is that the repetition of the line ah Venice yes you know he gets out of the boat and he's like ah Venice then mm-hmm. they come up out of the sewer he's like ah. Venice. Mm-hmm. And then they're kissing and there's the guy singing from the gondola and he's like, ah, Venice. Rule of three. It's, but it's it's brilliant. I it's mean, perfect, yeah. The callbacks in this movie are great. Like, in the, the first thing you see Henry Jones saying is like, may those who illuminated this mm-hmm. illuminate me. And at the very end of the movie, he's like, what did you get, you know, out of yeah. this? Illumination. Illumination. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Like, who wrote this? I'm sorry. Jeffrey Bohm. Man, that guy. Uh, he was a fantastic I'm, writer. I'm shake uh, that guy's he hand. also wrote uh, Lethal Weapon 3. He wrote another third film. Clearly, just the third one? Clearly. Well, third time's ju- charm. Just the third. We, he wrote we, just the... Oh, he might have written two as well. Actually, he's a closer, is what we call that I guy. Think, yeah, I think he actually did write Lethal Weapon 2 as well. And he created a, a, a show, I don't know if you've ever seen this, Donovan, called The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Yes, I have. With Bruce Campbell, which is basically Indiana Jones in the Old West. Yes. Was kind of the idea behind that show. Yes. Um, so very much this Was that before? No, that wasn't before this. No, it was after this. It yeah. was because of this that he got yeah, that a, makes a, a TV deal. That makes sense. Um, to create an Indiana Jones-style show. Because uh, people have tried to mimic the, these movies forever. I they're mean, they're parodied they're, all well, the time. And, and how many movies have been these sort of 30s adventure-style films that we've seen uh, now uh, countless times throughout the 80s and 90s? What I think is great about especially the first and the third mm-hmm. movie in this series. Which I feel have, I think we said, yeah, I mean, they, they, they seem more linked in a way than that second one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Turn off the sound mm-hmm. and turn it to black and white if you're able to. <laughs> yeah. And it looks and feels like, you know, a 1920s, 1930s I think movie. A lo- and, and a lot of that is just how good Spielberg is with his camera. Like, you could follow this without the sound. He's yeah. that good at telling a story visually. Absolutely. There was no shadow. There's not in this one, is there? Like shots in this one. That's true. Uh, this one. No, has... That's not true. Um, there's some shadow work oh. in the both he, in the castle. And when he when gets he hit his... with the um, the vase, you see his shadow. The shadow behind him. That's true. Yeah, I didn't catch and that. And where was the other one? Um, they play with shadow. You mean on his face? Because they play with shadows on his face they on the that. boat. I mean, like the silhouette. The yeah. Oh, the silhouette is in the. Um, that's the only one I can think of. Is the vase. Yeah, I mean, like that was very short. Mm-hmm. And then, whereas, like, there were but that's scenes, kind of an iconic, there was like a little. But you're right; scene. that's kind of an iconic. Yeah, that was the one um, thing I, I Indiana didn't, Jones visual style. You yeah, that was like the one thing I didn't. You think of because we talked about they one. wanted to design a character who you could recognize in silhouette. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have There's to no see. time in this movie for those shots. We'll have to see if this they movie just moves. <laughs> I know, like, there's no this time. movie does. Yeah, like I said this movie. This movie is over two hours long, but it just flies. They just feel like they kind of. Book it out of there mm-hmm. just from one thing to the next. Mm-hmm. Well, so so we go to a castle in uh, is it we, are we no we're in Austria. It's the Austrian German border. Yeah, we're at the Austrian outside German. Salzburg. Yes, uh, where to uh, enter the castle? Indiana Jones uh, pretends to be a Scottish art collector. Oh my gosh, that is probably the best scene <laughs> again. In the I movie. didn't really pay Harrison Ford for a comedic actor, but that oh, was yeah. that, that is was the most brilliant. broadly comedic I think I've ever seen I've him in anything. Gone yeah. and caught a sniffle is an actual line from that movie. But what I love about it is it doesn't work at all. The guy doesn't believe him for a second. No, yeah. no. And he, what he, he says is Mickey Mouse. Yeah, if, if you are Scottish Lord, then I am Mickey Mouse. And he just punches him. <laughs> which is not the original line. What was it? His mouth does not move to Mickey Mouse. Mm. His mouth moves to Jesse Owens, ah. who was a... Track star. He was a, yeah African-American track star who... Hitler hated mm-hmm. because he was beating all of his Aryan yes, athletes, yes, yes. but they felt that people wouldn't get it. And I love that the switch goes from like a historical like well, figure to, go, I think to they, Mickey Mouse. I think they felt this they needed is, to go to something timeless. He's a historical timeless. figure. Yeah. He oh, is okay. historical. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ever since he had that steamboat, we've been following that guy. Right there, um, yeah. But, you know, he, it's funny that, that his, the line that the actor says... <laughs> Is Jesse Owens. Yeah. And the line they dub over is Mickey Mouse. And then he punches him. <laughs> yeah, right. which is great. And then that leads to him uh, breaking into where they're holding his father. Yes. Uh, well, he finds the Nazis. Mm-hmm. 
He walks past the door. Not, which leads to Nazis. I hate these guys. Mm-hmm. A great line. Oh, yeah. And I love when they're walking past the door, and he's like, I think he's in here. Mm-hmm. She goes, how do you know? And without even looking, he just points up. He's like, this room is wired. Mm-hmm. You know, and he just keeps walking mm-hmm. to the next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is child's play. Stay he, here. This is child's he play. He swings out on the rope and then swings back around. Into the... There was a lot of rope swinging in yes, this there was. on the ship. Quite a bit, which I, which I know is something you wanted to see from this franchise. Yes, yes. Uh, and there's quite a bit in this movie. Um, and there, there was less whip action. Yeah, but there's a very key whip thing that happens later that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also so get the introduction of the still. whip. Uh, yeah, that movie, was really cool. nice. Yeah, that we actually see. But the I mean, like compared the to the second one, where he used that thing for like yes. every five. He minutes. doesn't. He doesn't use the whip nearly as much. But he uses the whip as a mode of transportation more in this one. I would say. Yes. Um. Uh. So then he, he goes in, and they get captured by that. Oh, oh, one of my one of the great scenes when, uh, <laughs> when the, when the Nazis come in and uh, he uh, he says uh, they said, well, do you have the journal or whatever?" And he's like, "My son wouldn't be stupid enough to." Be. The look on Harrison it, yeah. Ford's face, the I sheepish like, like grin, and like, mm. uh-uh. yeah. And then the following line of, "I should have sent it to the Marx Brothers." Yeah, which as a huge Marx Brothers fan <laughs> is just perfect. <laughs> they need to get more shoutouts in in modern movies. I feel like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. <laughs> Um, but then, then uh, Indiana Jones grabs a machine gun and mows down three guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was almost as funny as the time he had just the one gun and mm-hmm. he shoots three guys with one bullet and he looks at yes. the gun. That was hilarious. Yes. On the boat, he punches two guys with one uh-huh. fist. Yeah. This is a weird thing to say, but Spielberg is really good at, at coming up with creative and funny ways to kill people in these yeah, movies. Yeah, and then, and then <laughs> Indy is like surprised by his own, like, oh, you know, back to that, I'm making this up as I go. Like, Yeah, oh, when, okay, he, shoot, when cool. he shoots the three guys, he looks at the gun, looks at them, He's like, okay, yeah, I guess <laughs> that that was not what I was. And then it's like to. back to the adrenaline rush that he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very cool. But then the the uh, Sean Connery's reaction, Sean Connery's reactions to all the actions, just his reactions <laughs> in general were hilarious. He's so unimpressed by everything his son is doing, or, or shocked. Uh, yeah, when he mows down those guys, he's like. What did you do? Look at what you did. I love what you did. He's pulling them to the next room. What did you do? Yeah. 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 That, that's great. I mean, this, this is such great stuff. Or, the, I mean, the, oh, the, mo- we got to talk about the motorcycle chase. Oh, my God. And the, with the sidecar, the little yeah. car. Oh, and so Connery's sitting in the sidecar with his And he just, with and, his and he looks at, and he looks at him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the, the one point in the middle of the action, you see him and he just turns and he starts winding his watch. He's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. so unimpressed. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Or again with the You're not 11 cool. o'clock and he's like. In the plane. He's like, are, are you sure it's 11? What, is, what, is what it, happens at 11? Yeah, what happens at 11, 11 o'clock? He's like, <laughs> no. 12, 11, 10, 10 o'clock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll get to the blimp in the plane. But yeah, we got the motorcycle chase, which uh, uh, leads to Indiana Jones jousting a guy. Basically, oh my god, that was hilarious! <laughs> he grabs the flagpole. He grabs the and flag he takes pole. the guy out. The other guy is the machine gun, but Indy hits him with the flagpole, and then he sticks the other half of that flagpole in the wheel, and the whole thing blows up. Yep. Boom! Which is awesome. Which I think, uh, unfortunately, on MythBusters they said would not happen like that. No, that oh. it would be near but, impossible. to Oh, get I that thought the same work. thing, but at this, I, I didn't care. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I don't really care. That's awesome. Don't I mean, care. When, whenever people get into this, couldn't happen or that would never happen in Indiana Jones movie. I'm like, well, what do we come here for? You know? And I'm like, yeah. also Indiana, like, don't, just don't question. Also, doesn't magic exist in Indiana Jones? Like, I mean, there's there's all kinds. Yeah, of there's crazy like a stuff. knight that's like how old? Mm-hmm. Over seven hundred. Over seven hundred years, years old. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so they, they escape, uh, on the motorcycle, um, in an awesome motorcycle chase. Movies are always better if they have motorcycle chases. Mm-hmm. We missed the scene where 
find out that she's a Nazi. Yes. His father tries to convince him that uh, she's she's a Nazi. Yeah, and, and they both like, got with her. Oh my yes. god! Yeah, this is one of the great things in this movie. You, something you said in the beginning was like, I don't know who's going to get the girl. They literally both do. They both do. Not only do they get <laughs> a girl, they got the same the yeah. same one. girl, and, and they play that. They don't state it, which no. is great. No, nope. he says. They uh, acknowledge. I mean, How do you know that she talks in her sleep? And the looks that Ford and Connery give each other, and that is an improvised line by Connery. Is that right? That was not in the script, and he put that in there. And they said they they cut the you know they they cut the scene. Mm-hmm. Everybody just like fell over laughing, and they're like, "That's it. Yeah. That's the, I mean, it's perfect." <laughs> I mean, because you don't it, have to say anything. He's Connery just like, is just as, as charming and, and, and wonderful yep. oh, as I would gosh. imagine he is, it sounds like. So that. they uh. get they get captured, get tied up, mm-hmm. and then they try to burn the rope. Burn the, yeah. And Sean Connery lights everything on fire, <laughs> yep. and they go through a fireplace, mm-hmm. which is just... That that look that the woman on the, the headset gives them. <laughs> well, I love the, so the smile that Harrison Ford gives her of like, hey. Yeah. And she smiles and back. And she smiles back. And then she screams a lot. And she just <laughs> yells. <laughs> yeah. So great. That so much so fun. And then that leads and to those the guys motorcycle. open fire in a mm-hmm. tiny room. Mm-hmm. That's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, and then that, le- then that leads us to the motorcycle chase. And then, uh, oh, the <laughs> the Marcus Brody uh, cut. Oh, yeah. One of my other favorite cuts in this movie is uh when when the they the it's got bad guys two days head start, the, which the bad is guys more figure than he out needs. yeah they're missing part of the grail diary that has the map in it right and it's with Marcus Brody and they said oh he's got two days he has friends in every city he speaks twelve, 12 languages, languages. <laughs> he <does> every <laughs> cuss cuts to the yeah yeah was it but if anything he's probably already found the grail cuts yeah. to him amongst a bunch of people English yeah. does anyone speak, speak English excuse me does anyone speak English here yeah, yeah. and that's where Sala comes back into it well and I believe he delivers the line him in the truck. Water, no, sir. Fish breed in that <laughs> is a line I believe that Marcus Brody says. If you're listening carefully, yes, he does. And then the woman offers him something. And he says, "No, no, I'm a vegetarian." Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, and then and he, meets, he meets up with Sala, who is delightful once so again. So funny. The there's John, no, John Rhys Davies, amazing no actor. And they try to hide him, and he puts run. and he thinks it's a house, and he puts him in the truck, and he <laughs> gets to the Nazi truck and gives him right to the Nazis. So funny. Man, yeah, this no, the, I mean that's the thing, like the 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 speed at which the uh, I think because of the comedy, it just feels like they just keep it's like boom, boom, boom. There's yeah. so there's as many jokes as there are uh, like action scenes in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 amazing. And then we get to oh, they go to Berlin, which leads to your favorite scene, Katie, which is the book burning scene where they need to get the. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I love it when they burn books. Bit. That's I love. Yeah, a good, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. a good book burning. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> of course, I was going to say. So the first Katie is an anarchist. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the whole movie. We Thanks for having uh, me. Yeah, we should have mentioned. I waited that my first. whole life just to see a book, good old book burning scene. Finally, a movie had the guts to do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Something that understands me. <laughs> that was what Spielberg's point was, right? Uh, yep. But I was going to say the, 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 the children. First, the you... first movie had Nazis, but I would say this movie goes full Nazi. This movie has Hitler. <laughs> this movie actually Indiana Jones. Nazis, but this one had a Hitler. <laughs> Indiana Jones shares a scene with Adolf Hitler. Oh my god, I love it! I love it when I okay, I don't yes, like. I love it Hitler when I have movies that have Hitler and they have a close up because I always want to see what who plays their Hitler yep. and what their Hitler looks like. Yep. And because I, Pretty I looked over Hitler. and there's like who's there that guy playing Star Wars? He's another one of uh, I believe he gets choked out in the first one by Vader. Yes, he's, 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 the, a, he's the guy who gets yes. He's another one of the. Imperial, Imperial upper lackeys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's the guy. He's the guy who gets choked. I think That's he's right. the guy that gets mm-hmm. choked. Okay, yeah. Um, 
That's no, an iconic this, scene from that. This one, well, and then speaking of choking, mm-hmm. when uh, Harrison and Elsa have that, or Indy and Elsa have that interaction, and then he yes. grabs her by the throat. That, and he's like, a, I could squeeze. All I have goes, to do is squeeze. She goes, all I have to do is scream. And I'm thinking, great you can't really scream if he's... Okay. <laughs> I, but such great, I don't let that one go. Once again, but, such great banter. Yeah, and also banter, get, no puts, logic, puts Elsa as an interesting character. Is she... How much of a Nazi is she? Sort She's of. not. Just like Belloc is an yeah. a Nazi. That they're using the Nazis for their own gain. They're they are archaeologists. They are interested in uh, acquiring these treasures. Though once again, they're coming at it more from the treasure aspect than Indiana Jones sees them as relics that need to be preserved yep. and shown to the public and put in a museum. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the thing. People should they, these things should be made available for people to see and study. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why he's always. I mean, the 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 constant. Thing, I mean, that's why Donovan is clearly the not you, Donovan, the character Walter Donovan. Uh, is clearly the villain of this movie. No, okay. I would say that I'm See, the villain. I, of this I movie. would say that he's the villain. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Podcast, yeah. Um, oh yeah, no question about it. Um, but he greed is always the the major thing mm-hmm. that these movies are against. But again, I don't think Walter Donovan is a Nazi. No, he's not. He's after power. But he, uh, as a uh, Indiana Jones, I mean, as they tell him frequently, if you side with the Nazis at all, that's I love that whole ex- in the exchange with Elsa as well when he says like you side with an army that stands for everything the grail is against you know yeah so you, it doesn't matter i don't care if you're only doing it because you have to or whatever you stood with them and i i, I mean that's always very much the point of these movies belloc or donovan or elsa any of these characters it doesn't matter if you side with the nazis you're evil and that's the thing is indiana jones is a kind of a roguish kind of you know lovable rough guy mm-hmm. but he never once has a moral dilemma mm of what to do. He, he always his, does what's right. His moral yeah, code he's very is black and white. There is no there is no gray area with Which him. Which makes him a great hero. Oh yeah. No, I mean that's what that's what makes him yeah, a hero. He's a heroic character. He's not it's not like a Han Solo where he's more roguish uh and you're not quite sure what side he's right. on. So, yeah. I mean by the end of those movies he's pretty heroic, but um the end of the first movie he's pretty heroic. Yeah, by the end of that first movie I think he's well, this is not once again. I, I feel like on both of our podcasts, I have to keep saying this isn't a podcast about Star Wars. But uh, uh, every podcast not. is a podcast <laughs> about Star Wars, John. That's what uh, I have to say every time. So let's talk about the blimp. Which, Katie, you were very excited that a blimp showed up. In yeah, movie. I was like, what? The, I mean, <laughs> screw elephants. This is a blimp. No, my, <laughs> I'm gonna my, put that on a t-shirt. My favorite <laughs> joke. My favorite joke in this movie is in the scene. Which yes. is uh, when it, her, uh, no Indi- ticket Indiana Jones disguised <laughs> as the uh, ticket taker and a much too small he throws the guy out, yeah. <laughs> punches the um, uh, uh, the guy's name is Vogel, the uh, mm-hmm. the German mm-hmm. leader of what I don't know if he's a lieutenant, a captain, whatever he is, um, punches him and throws him off the blimp, and everyone looks at him and he just goes, "No ticket," and they all get their tickets, and then they all pull and they out their freak tickets. Out, yeah. yeah, I love that so much. Um, and, like, and then on the blimp, we get a really nice scene between Connery and Ford mm-hmm. uh, that 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 has that Spielbergian sort of family kind of feel to it. Yeah, uh, it's a touching moment. It's yeah. They're, I mean, that's the thing. Like they're great with the action. They're great with the comedy. But they're so good in these dramatic scenes between uh, with each other. You know. You know what makes that scene better, John? Mm-hmm. What is that? For a majority of those shots, mm-hmm. both of those actors are pantsless. <laughs> they said it was right. so hot that's where right. they were shooting there that both those guys under the table are not wearing. Well, Donovan, you pants. have proved to me that you have an ability to remember lines better if you're not wearing pants. Didn't he write a song about not wearing pants? Hey, this is not a podcast about me. 
But yes, <laughs> both of those things are true. But no, they. Um, yeah, that's true. Just, I, I cut, you that. make a music, they're not music wearing, video of that. They're not wearing pants because that set was so hot. It was so hot. Yeah. And Pants they couldn't take off a jacket really or something. It's the only way. It's the only way, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way. Um, so from the blimp, we go into a plane chase. This movie just nonstop with the action. They're always coming up with something new. So we go to a plane. Which you can fly a plane? Yeah. From They go from blimp to plane to... Cra- you know, he's, like, he's like, oh, no, I can fly it, but I don't know how to land it. Yeah. Fly, yes. Land, no. no. Which is interesting because... Temple of Doom, they ask if he can fly a plane. He says, no, can you? Which is one of my favorite lines, Temple of Doom. So mm-hmm. in the year, in the three years between those two, he learned how to fly a plane, but didn't learn how to land it. Yep. Yep. Which is, which is pretty great. <laughs> so awesome. at some point he took some lessons, but he, he didn't finish them, uh, which, which is a lot of fun. Uh, and then that leads to another one of my favorite jokes, which is Sean Connery operating the machine gun, and he shoots the tail. Yeah. Oh, they the got pl- us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, son. They got us. <laughs> we hit more or less. Is yeah. that the line? <laughs> more or less. Um, which then leads to the plane crashing. Uh, they get they steal a, an old guy's car. Yeah, he was about to put the hubcap back on and they just take off. <laughs> that was a, hilarious. That's a comedic yeah, yeah, yeah. beat. Yeah. That's the thing is this movie is just comedic beats. Oh, and then another comedic beat is the plane that gets its wings torn off and it's going through the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And the German pilot and just looks at that. And then he explodes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He looks at the car going by. Yeah, the the. I mean, that's the thing. The, not only do the actors have comedic timing, the movie has comedic timing. Yes. You know, Spielberg's uh, shot composition and the editing of it are so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the great things is Connor and the birds. Yeah. Oh uh, my god! Well, because <laughs> he gets his umbrella out. Because Indy looks at his revolver and it doesn't have it's any empty, bullets yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he just. <laughs> Frazzle well, some birds. And then after that, you know, Andy just gives like the nicest long look yep. at the camera, uh, mm-hmm. you know, at his dad. Mm-hmm. I think that's got to be my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah. Is the look he gives. And I'm like, that says it all mm-hmm. right there. It really does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing. There's such heart in this movie uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that's really nice to see. Uh, and then from there, do we go? Where do they go after that? I'm trying to remember. We just there, watched the Night Slink. Yeah. And they. Oh, where did that? I know. What is that? We've you and I have both seen this movie like a hundred times, but uh, Katie, do you remember they do that? I don't. Hold I, on. Don't, I mean, me... you say things, and I'm like, oh yeah. No, <laughs> they go straight to they go straight to Sawa. Yes, they go to Sawa. Tells them that yes, it tells them that they took uh, Brody, and they're out. And then then we're out in the desert with the tank. Yep. Uh, which is a lot of fun. He's in the belly of that steel. I love beast. tanks. Yeah. You you, <laughs> you love tanks. I yeah. didn't know. Oh, then you got you had to love this whole sequence. Mm-hmm. I love tank, tanks with the tank. Uh, with the uh, I think tanks are kind of hilarious because they're. <laughs> I just see them as like monsters with one eye, and they stop. They, and they stop, and then they just go, and they turn, and they. They're look very at you. impractical. Like they're like they're yes. so. Fu- I mean, they're terrifying, and well, they're yes, just they can scary, cause, but they're funny. Well, they're very. Everything is very slow with them. They have these. They have this yeah, great they destructive up. power. But, but then they you just move see slow, this, like, they turn you slow. See the gun. Yeah, it's the turning of the mm-hmm. it's a slow turning. It that's just like gives room for like the uh-uh, This no. got a this is a tank that has got the multiple guns on it as well. It's got the your like your central gun, but then it's also got the side guns. Mm-hmm. Um and uh Indy on uh horseback. Which mm-hmm. Harrison Ford is riding yep. the horse. Mm-hmm. Yes, awesome. it is. Uh because he's cool like that. He's still doing both of his The whole time stunts. I'm like, don't hit the horse. Don't hit the horse. <laughs> well, you see, this is the one that I'm always most impressed with. Mm-hmm. Is you see the shot on Harrison Ford's face. Mm-hmm. And then the camera pans down to a rock. 
and, and his he just hand comes and picks off it and grabs it. Yep. That's Harrison Ford doing that. Yep. That is not he easy. He really is that cool. I mean, that's the thing. But like Harrison Ford is as cool as you think he is. Uh, oh, I love the tank sequence. The tank, the tank sequence is great. Donovan, you want to talk about what some of the awesome stuff in the tanks? So the rock in the in the one gun, the one turret to blow it up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, is pretty great. Um, I like when he directs the tank around to where the tank hits the car, and mm-hmm. then the car stuck on the front of the yep. tank. Mm-hmm. He gets on top of the tank. He jumps from the horse, which just looks <laughs> oh like it God. hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. Then he falls off and gets a strap caught on that. Yep. The turret that he's blowing up. Oh, this is such a cool scene. And they're and they're as they're moving the tank ever yeah, closer into yeah, that yeah. rock wall. And then the and then it extends out and he mm-hmm. almost hits that. And mm-hmm. again, that's Harrison Ford. Oh yeah. Hanging from a moving tank and the um crew members the are up above like falling on him. Mm-hmm. While crew members are up above with shovels throwing shovels of dirt onto him mm-hmm. can you imagine being that's your job for the day it's just like <laughs> 10 takes of that and man the, the part probably one of the more painful things in the entire movie is when the german guy uh or vogel sorry mm-hmm. is hitting him with a shovel like his oh hand. yeah oh my like, gosh that yeah you had a very cringe. you had a very oh. visceral reaction to that oh, yes man. i was like you know the the it, i i can handle people getting shot but don't <laughs> hit their knuckles with shovels yeah. that is just not the other necessary. part that, the other part that seems really painful is when connery's on the track of the tank yep uh it's tearing up his back uh wh- yeah that didn't bother me so much as the, <laughs> as the shovel well, that's a cool use of the whip when he's going to go off of the thing and, and, and he indy whips his, his leg his, yeah yeah well and there's this the with the inside leg the, the tank there's the struggle for the gun yes and uh and it goes off and it shoots the guy in the head. Bro- shoots the guy in the head brody and uh and henry in the tank is great because they're both these just like scholarly nerds and they have to handle one henry. guy yeah the pen really is mightier than <laughs> the, the sword, sword. <laughs> I just love it because, like, they're so excited to see each other because uh-huh. they are yeah. very, you know, they are very similar kind of guys. Yep. They they have such a great... So, the the main engineer shot through the head through a ricocheting bullet in the well, tank. That's very cool. Yeah, and then it starts to go towards a cliff. Goes and towards a cliff. Oh that's the Indiana gosh. crawls up and fights all those guys on top of the... If you want a lesson in mounting tension, watch one of these movies because Spielberg's a master of just, mm-hmm. like, slowly revealing, okay, we did this, but then there's a cliff, you know? Yeah, it's like, and you're like, ah, and then they go over, <laughs> yeah, and then, and then they all think he's... And they all think he went over and one died of, one of my favorite scenes one of, the <laughs> best, one of, one of sean connery's best uh, uh one of the best parts of his performance in this movie is that scene where he thinks indy's dead yeah uh-huh. and he's just like oh my god i lost him you know mm-hmm. and it's oh so great and then and then indy goes over and like, looks over <laughs> and they're all they're all looking over and he's like trying to figure out what they're looking Harrison at Ford's reaction, he looks down and he's just like i know right like yeah. that was crazy <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and they all look at him yeah and then they embrace and then, and then he falls down from exhaustion. They're like, "What are you doing? We gotta go! Get up! Get up! Yeah!" And then his hat blows back, which I, I know. know. I, I I thought you would be okay because his hat comes. You were very concerned about his hat in the last. I one. was. I was like, "Could you get that?" And now his hat. Like, it's made it this far. There's a behind the scenes feature because on the horseback riding and the tank stuff, his hat keeps falling off. Yes. And they tried to glue it. They tried to tape it. They tried to. How do you keep with... his hat on when he's riding that horse? And so he makes a joke. I don't know how they actually got it to work because <laughs> on the on the. I've seen the making this clip. of. This is a great clip. He pretends to staple it. He to takes his a head. staple gun and puts it uh, to the, his oh pretending, which he died. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, obviously yeah, no, didn't yeah, yeah. do that. But that was the other interesting thing is when they put his <laughs> face. Like, Let's just staple it. They put his face right to the rails of the tank. Mm-hmm. They were worried that he would get sucked under with that because that's mm-hmm. a real, you know, real worry. Yeah. And so they <laughs> built a fake tank that that one is getting pulled by a truck. 
That's and those, uh, those wheels, <laughs> the the spokes on that are spinning, and yeah, he so he's in no. That's danger the kind get. of uh, luxury having a Spielberg movie when you can go just mm-hmm. like, let's just build part of a tank. Yep, you can't you can't <laughs> so do don't that. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, he was We're never an actor out there. But, uh, <laughs> Money, money's no object on a movie like this. Uh, oh, one of my favorite jokes is in the scene as well, which is the camel joke. Which he, I said, yeah, no camel. <laughs> and he comes I out. said, six. no camels. That's six camels. <laughs> <laughs> my brother's car. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was so. Uh, funny. And then that takes us into uh, Valley of the Crescent yeah, Moon, which is where that was the, so cool looking. Yes, which is uh, what's the real name of that place, Donovan? It's uh, it's in Petra mm-hmm. in Jordan. Yes, that's so. right. It's a cool place. It's a it's a it's a city built into the side of a rock, isn't it? Isn't that sort of the thing? Yeah, it's from first accounts for uh, first. Like, uh, what am I looking for? First-hand accounts? First-hand accounts, thank you. I was, yeah. first I had accounts doesn't make any <laughs> sense. First-hand accounts, it's really not much of a city. It's just a, mm-hmm. a couple little places to go inside there. But really, the outside of it is the most spectacular. Oh, yeah. Spectacular it's, it, part And of they it. use it really effectively in this mm-hmm. movie. That's not a set. So they go in, and uh, Donovan wants Indy to take the, there, there, there are three trials to get to the, uh, the Grail, mm-hmm. and uh, to motivate Indy to do that, he shoots Henry in the stomach. Oh God, that killed me. <laughs> yeah, because he says shooting me won't do anything. He's like, I believe you're right, Doctor. And Jones. he puts the gun to kind of his dad. I thought he was going to do anything, but then he actually shoots him. Yeah. Boom, right through the stomach. Yep. So now Indy's forced to get the Grail. And once again, so his father. And that lives. Was, and again, you know, like as in, you know, like looking at it, you know, just in terms of acting, that just like totally raises the stakes, and yep. it's just like what's on his mind. You well, know? The, and, and you see a he has to range comp- of emotions. You go have to. Harrison he Ford has. To, he has got to complete this task, mm-hmm. but he just witnessed his father being shot. Yep. It's just like the. I don't know, emotional capacity, mm-hmm. you know, of like, any mm-hmm. actor doing that. I was just so fascinated by that performance. Yeah. The stakes in this movie keep getting higher and higher and higher. I mean, it yep. goes from like, oh, our guy went missing off the job. And, he, and he's like, you should get my father. I was like, that was your father. Mm-hmm. He keeps repeating the Man. things in the book, yep. you know, because he's like, because, you know, he's like, oh, he can't really make this up. He knows that he cannot make this up as he goes. Like, mm-hmm. he has got to get it right because that's his dad's life. And it starts with the breath of God, which is only the penitent man will pass. Yep. Yeah, you have to kneel so the blade won't cut your head off. Mm-hmm. Which, in, it's crazy because this is the part my parents always made me look away from, was the head cutting the, part. Yeah, the guy gets his head cut off. Yep. Oh, just um, the sound of it rolling away was so gross. But it's... Yeah. Sounds like, uh, yeah. 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 like a bowling ball. It did. Sounds like a bowling ball. It might be. Probably Who knows? Is, yeah. But he, not, you don't just have to kneel. You have to kneel and like roll. That's the part I never understood about the test. If, if if only the penitent man shall pass. Why is rolling part of being penitent? It, penitent <laughs> is an old word that also means uh, cat burglar. <laughs> you have to be <laughs> agile. I, I understand the kneel before God mm-hmm. so your head doesn't get cut off. But the second blade, I was always like, what the hell is that it's testing? Because and get out of here. And Yeah. <laughs> And Just go. roll. And don't wait around. Yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> and then it's the, uh, uh, what? what is it? I can't remember. It's the name of he the has God. To spell it's the na- out. Yeah, he used to spell the name of God, but I can't remember the name of the trial. Is it the, it starts with an the, I, not a J. It's the footsteps of God, right? Isn't that what the second well, one yeah, is? The path he, of the it path might be, of God. It might be the path of it's God. Because he's basically God. Spell playing out. like hopscotch over here. He has, right. play, he has to spell Jehovah. Jehovah. But, but it starts with an I. He forgot in, in Latin it starts with an I. And I love And man. you that was a very visceral reaction from you, Katie. It was like <gasps> when Indiana yeah. Jones breaks through. I love that because Harrison Ford goes up to there, he realizes what he has to do, and he just goes. Jay, Ooh. and then falls straight. <laughs> and then, he, and then he's so like, "You idiot! Of course, yeah. of course." And like, because like, you, because you know, because and you see it even in his childhood, his father making him speak different languages. Like yes. count to count to ten, 10 and or Latin. is it counting to twenty? 
Yeah, uh, whatever in, it was in Greek. Greek. In Greek, yeah. So you know he was because we've seen that in the other movies that he can speak Sanskrit. He can read all this stuff. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. or he can he can't speak Sanskrit. He can read Sanskrit. <laughs> uh, I'm, he, no, he, I'm sure. I'm sure he could and do Latin he and, and any of these. He can translate all this stuff very easily. He speaks Chinese. He speaks you know Mandarin. Yeah, Chinese, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. He, of, yeah, he knows all this doom. stuff. Uh, and so he gets through that, and then he gets to what I think is the coolest of the trials, which is the uh, the he just take it from the lions. Yeah, head. the leap of faith. Um. That oh my god! Okay, okay. So you know those like optical illusions where it's like okay, you stare at this picture long enough uh-huh. and then you look away or something, or or if you stare long enough, it'll leap right yeah. at you. I hated those things because I can never see them. <laughs> and, and then this, this is. that was exactly what this is. This is also like that. Well, have you seen those three D chalk paintings people do? On, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if I'm not like mistaken, that. it's all like perspective, and then it's like, oh, the leap of faith, and, and I was he's, like, and then the way I was expecting, like, there's no, there was no rope long enough mm-hmm. for him to swing across that in his whip. That would not right. work. If I'm not mistaken, that they actually painted that. Yeah, they did. That that that's that was that was impressive. that was a practical effect. That was a very much a practical. Effect. And the way Spielberg reveals that he shows, he keeps showing, showing and it's, and once he steps onto it, you see the camera swing around and show you that there's yeah. a path. Yeah, and yeah. then swing right and then back. he throws the yeah. dust on it. Yep. I was like, Kah. very cool. Yeah, that was like the second time I was one to cry. Which when I was a kid, every time I was like, oh, I'm gonna find the edge of it. I'm gonna find the edge of it, and I would look and look and look, yeah. and I can never do it until he, mm-hmm. until they turn the camera. It's it's genius. Whoever yeah, was the paint lead on that did did an amazing oh, job. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh it's my god. I'm gonna give a shout out to them right now. Just a little <laughs> yeah. a little victory clap. <laughs> that was <laughs> thank you. Paint that was lead. awesome. Yeah. Oh, the, I mean, all the production design in this movie is. Is always exceptional. I mean, they have they have the best cinematographers, the best special effects people, the best production design people. Uh, clearly, uh, I mean that was I mean, that was literally seamless. Yep. there was no. So that takes us into seams. the yeah. room. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's really a name for it, but where the room with the Grail, where which is guarded by a knight. I believe it's called the Grail Room. Yep. Which is guarded by a knight who's not given a name. He's just a knight. No, I love that guy. I, uh, One of my favorite characters in this movie is just listed as Grail Knight here, but he's played by Robert Edison. I wish that the knights had names. Mm. Oh, he does. Um, Henry does, calls him by name. What does he call him? Uh, I believe, isn't it Sir Richard? Because he, he remember he comes out. That's true. And he's, he's just like, credited. I'm looking at the credits sure. right now, and he's just Grail Knight. But it, the, he does have a name. He's like, was Sir, I wonder, is it Sir Richard? Maybe. Sounds right. So we we come in. Uh, Greed's gonna rear its ugly head again here. Uh, we come in with uh, Donovan and Elsa, and well, there's all so the room is covered. There's all these cups, yes. Yeah, first, okay. I first. love when the guy's like, Wow, you're dressed so strangely. And yes. it's been 700 years, he's like, You don't look like a knight, and he like grabs the whip and yeah, you know, everything. Looking at and he's like, What? And he's stuff. like, I was, you know, when I I was supposed to be defeated in single combat. Mm-hmm. And there's that scene where he falls backwards with the sword. He's he tries like, to yeah, raise he, the sword. He, he I always so knew weak. he'd come when my, my strength left me. Yeah. Right? And then Indiana's like, listen, there's no time to explain. Yeah. And then right away, Elsa and Donovan come yep. in. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, and so then... And you, he's stupid enough to believe her when he says, oh, yeah, it's this one. You know? you, well, because you must choose. And he's like, I don't know anything about yeah, history. Yeah, I'll turn to you, the the historian, the and and she picks this one, and th- and then this is where his greed gets him though, because he's like, well, of course, it's beautiful. This is the this is the cup for the, the, the king of kings, elegant you know? one, yeah. Uh, and when and, and a- the wrong the the was it the 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 Grail will bring eternal life. The wrong Grail will bring death. <laughs> Flashback to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Very the much. Whoa, face. whoa, whoa, whoa! 
He ages rapidly, grays, and disintegrates. The other yeah. guys melt. But, but, it, but it's a sim- <laughs> There's two it's different a, effects. It, there. For years, I've heard people say it's the same thing over and it over doesn't, again. It doesn't have it doesn't have quite the impact of the face melting to me. But it's it's a really effective. Sequence. Yeah, I mean, you just see the hair grow. I mean, it, like the, the same. The hair growth is pretty goofy. Yeah, the hair growing. I think it, I think that <laughs> that was kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> well, Get and I, it took me dozens of times watching this movie mm-hmm. granted i was like eight years old mm-hmm. watched it dozens of times that first year i saw this to realize that elsa mm-hmm. planned for him to die oh yeah she oh, yeah i okay God, you can't say oh yeah katie <laughs> no, because... you're 22 and saw it for the first time i was eight i was just like oh i'm 23 he That's chose right. she oh, she I'm, I'm happy birthday <laughs> yeah happy birthday to me you're wrong <laughs> that's all i wanted thanks again for having me <laughs> but she she cho- she knows yeah because I, and i never realized it because right afterwards she says something about like it's gonna be a simple cup and i'm mm-hmm. like wait a second why she would knows. you choose the gold also, cup? Also, like, if she wanted to choose the right one, she would have taken her time. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. really? But it, it leads to one of the funniest. She picks the one with, like, this, the emerald jewels when yeah. there's one that's, like, really elegant. And, and it's, it's uh, and yeah. so Donovan does. And it leads to one of the driest deliveries of a line that makes me laugh every time. It's just, so good. He chose poorly. Yeah, Which, Katie, now that you've seen this. That is parodied all the time. There are plenty of memes mm-hmm. around that guy saying he chose, he chose poorly. It's that oh little pause God. he takes for you. <laughs> and then later when he says, you chose wisely. Oh, he's so great. But yeah, I think then, it's Sir Richard. Sir Richard sounds yeah, right. Uh, it it could be. It could, very much could be. Uh, um, and then, yeah, it's a simple cup. Uh, and Indy says that's the cup of cup a carpenter. carpenter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and by God, he's right. Now, <laughs> Indy does just... He's got no choice but to dive in and just take a big gulp of water. From because that's Indy. I mean, like, he's, he's like, he's all or nothing. Yep. And the, then he uses and that he, to save uh, Henry, yeah. of course. Uh, but stupid Elsa. Uh! I, I think, as you said, as you watched it, was it women ruin everything? I was like, movies? why do women ruin everything in these movies? Not in the first one, but no, in no. the second two, yeah. Has she not had her grief? He specifically there? says you can't take it past the... Because that feels like a very Spielbergian kind of touch. Is like, mm-hmm. you can have immortality, but only in this place. Yeah. Uh, that's like It's the curse of that. There, it's once again... Yeah, there's consequences. There's yeah, there's, rules, you, yeah. yeah, you can't just be greedy. Spielberg hates greed because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, he does that in Jurassic Park as well. Greedy people get eaten by dinosaurs. Uh, but I didn't see that at all in that movie. No, you didn't? You didn't <laughs> no. see any of that? <laughs> well, look again. It's in, It's subtle. Is it? It's subtle. Okay, it's I'll watch subtle. it again. It's real subtle. For the 15th time. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, yes. Uh, oh, so she, yeah, she attempts to take the grail from, and the place uh, from where they are, and... Uh, the place starts collapsing. Yeah, because she walk, they walk with the seal yes. of that, you know, that which tattoo. is the same symbol that yeah, that's on the tattoos. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the place starts collapsing. She goes through the floor. She's hanging on. The Grail is. Uh, she's got a glove. She has her gloves on, and you know, yes. and he's like hanging on her. You know, and her hands slipping out of. And her she's glove. trying to reach for the Grail once yeah. again. Greedy. And then he has a moment of yes, that with does. his dad because he thinks he can reach it now, mm-hmm. and it's the only time he calls him Indiana. He's calling him Junior, yep. and then he says Indiana. Let it go. Let it go. Yep. And he does. That's and a great delivery. Yep. Yeah. I also, as a kid, was fascinated by the effect of pouring the grail on his yes. wound. Yeah. And just watching it melt away. That yeah. was so cool. That was awesome. That was yep. cool. Um, and so then they escape. But I do like uh, the the look between uh, uh, 
um Henry and Henry Indiana. and the and the knight. Uh, oh, and that yeah, yeah that they that they give that little because Henry's spent his whole life trying to find this mm-hmm. and to make eye contact with that knight and the knight waves and then they escape. Uh, and then we. L- so what happens in the night? Like what? He dies in the. I don't know if he dies. I think he does. He dies. I mean, that whole place was collapsing well, because, around him. Because he's, he's there to protect the grail, yeah. and it's still it's technically still there. But so I, does I he just, like, the, move his station? I wasn't know. he chained up there? He wasn't, he wasn't chained, chained up, no. He took a, he took the oath or whatever to do that. Because I mean, he was the bravest. Yeah. And the most righteous. He was, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, 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 always, a few times. I always took it that he died <laughs> because I saw that as, I mean, that was the end of his guard i mean the, the the grail was lost and he i mean to anything so, like he needed to die yeah, i didn't he like, wanted I didn't to like die. how you know the, the grail like did it just get sucked into the cracks of the earth and like, i never guess to so be... yeah <laughs> except, to except maybe you, in the fourth one no it belongs in a museum <laughs> <laughs> no because i think that's all there's also something in there it's it's like the ark it's too powerful to be even in a museum oh know? that line is great when they're in the catacombs and they see the ark. like what is this she's the ark of the covenant she's like are you, are you sure? sure yeah, yeah. I'm, sure. yeah I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that was that was so funny <laughs> that was great um so then, and then, uh, Indy and his friends ride off into the sunset. They ride off into the sunset with immortality. No, <laughs> because it went past the seal. But but then his dad didn't get like the wound didn't come back from his dad because like, he was healed. Well, I mean, I, I think the effects are still there, but that doesn't... Are, so they're not reversible. Okay, what effects are reversible? I just think mm. once you leave there, mm. your t- your clock. So starts is the again. immortality well, reversible? The, well, but the, like you said, the but other ni- the, the other knights who had been there died when they left. Yeah, but after years and years and years. Yeah. So it still extends your life. Oh, absolutely. That's how I'm going to call it. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Loopholes for my, for my little logic thing. Uh, uh, there are other, you're not alone in that. A lot of people have suggested Indiana Jones might be immortal. And we'll see in the fourth movie if there's anything indicating well, not only, just, that he's and immortal. His, and his dad. Mm-hmm. True. Because it's like, okay, well, I don't know. Are there like exceptions? I just thought like, okay, I was trying to piece together the exceptions of the rules of, okay, what can and cannot go past you know that mm-hmm, mark mm-hmm. and for me that was like you know because it is like an all or nothing with this guy so well, the and, fact and, that and this and has a gray area is, or at least for me i think it does is kind of weird one of the things is too that i've always like does the grail make you immortal or do you have to continue drinking from the grail to keep you immortal you see they didn't mention that so I, don't I don't know. know. Like, like, is it like you age, but then every time you drink from the grail, you you go back or whatever? Like, oh, I'm sick or injured. I drink from it, and then you're cured, but only for the time. I don't know. Hmm. There's all these. There's all kinds of rules um, that are not really gone into in this movie, and they don't really matter per se. But it's it is an interesting thing, and there are other people have suggested that potentially Indiana Jones is immortal now. We talked about this briefly but, a while ago. Mm-hmm. But Sala's reaction to "you are named after the dog" yes also gets me every time. <laughs> As a kid, that was the funniest delivery, the fun, the most exciting line. Yep, of like you were named after the dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, um, Katie. Oh, I don't think we mentioned this. The knight at the end. Um, it was actually the returning cameo of Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. I, he's yep. in he's in Raiders. I actually too. thought I Dan Aykroyd was Hitler, but then I saw the night, and I'm like, no, that's Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, exactly. They were both Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's really good friends with Spielberg. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll just ruin it for you now. Dan Aykroyd plays all the parts in the fourth movie. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's it. It's a one man show. It's yeah. Indiana Jones and Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yep, Indiana Jones and Dan Aykroyd. Um, <laughs> I'd see that movie. The man with Dan Aykroyd. That's the tagline, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> the man Jones. with Dan Aykroyd is back. Uh, uh, no, it's the man with the hat is back, 
And this time he brought his Dan. <laughs> and this time <laughs> they just he changed, brought Dan Aykroyd. They yeah. just changed one letter instead of there dad. You go. His Dan. So, uh, yeah, I think they ride off into the sunset. and They uh, ride off into the... Okay. Uh, okay. Um, I wish I could have seen... Or I wish there was... Not could have seen. I wish there was more of a link between King Arthur... Mm. And maybe it's because I just took this British literature literature course of, you know, like the yeah. Knights of the Round Table and especially with like the Holy Grail. And I was half expecting one of the knights to be like Gawain or something. Yeah, I love Gawain. I hate Lancelot. Okay. I do not like that guy. Okay. Um, yeah, like Gawain or Gareth or, mm-hmm. you know, somebody. Boars. Oh, my God. <laughs> or no, like. Good Sir old Boars. No, 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 like Sir Kay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that Sir Kay. God. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's. I, don't think he's I mean, I that, think but. I think Indiana Jones would probably look at that as myth, though, to a certain extent, because he calls it. I know that story too. At the beginning, yeah. when him and Donovan are talking about like, you know, and I've got another story for you. He's like, oh, I know this story too. They're, yeah, they have three brothers, mm-hmm. which oh, uh, so good. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Uh, know. It doesn't discount because they said when the Grail was found and then found again by these guys. So conceivably, that could have been Arthur. They don't go into it. Yeah, so I was wondering. Yeah, they don't I, that's undo where, that's the Arthurian legend of it, but they also I mean, don't deal. That with could it. have been a little overdone to you know bring in, you know these guys and Indiana Jones, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's possible. I mean he's uh, certainly King Arthur is tied to the. Because then girl. I was like, oh my gosh, is the blonde lady? Is her name going to be Gwen? I remember asking. <laughs> I was like, is it going to be yeah. Gwen or something? See, you know, that would some, be that. I would have a problem some, with that. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be yeah, too far. I could go a whole other two hours talking about Guinevere <laughs> and my thoughts on her. Uh, <laughs> Cool. So I think that's that wraps up Indiana Jones and the Last I Crusade. I just love this movie. So Me too. Much. Also, watching the preview after the movie, mm-hmm. that preview gave you. You're right. It gave away everything. everything. It gave away everything. I feel like I would not have had the same expressions on my face if, mm-hmm. as I. Did. Now, if you've seen the movie and you just want like a three minute pick me up, watch the preview because the <laughs> yeah, because all the part. jokes are there. They're yep. not yeah. in like sequential order, but they're there. I, wa- I did watch it before because I, mean, I was looking to see how it was before. We uh we we were doing this and and I did it did get me really excited for the movie again so uh it's it's a really awesome like little encapsulation of the movie but uh so that yeah that finishes this third movie we now will jump 19 years uh wow. to 2008 uh where we see uh Harrison Ford return as Indiana Jones in the fourth it came film. out that yeah it came out that year yeah that's not that long ago no, no it's, it's not that very long. recent uh wow. in uh, the, the fourth film uh, yes we are covering it people keep asking me we are covering it we have to it is part of the franchise I, i'm most curious to hear your opinion about this uh, in a film called indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull so now katie what are you hoping to see from this fourth movie knowing that there's a 19 there year a... gap in this well i expect to see him in his fountain of youth glory um <laughs> I w- <laughs> you know, I I wouldn't be disappointed if there's more FRF uh, scenes between him and a, and a female. Um, him and whatever gal is showing up. In hey, the- you know, yeah, that, yeah, I'm sure they just have like readings of them. They're like, okay, stand, you know, three centimeters <laughs> mm-hmm, away from each mm-hmm. other, and then we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> and I, I, since it's like 19 years. Mm-hmm. Short round could be <laughs> what, like in his, in his, like you know, he'd be he'd be older. Yeah, he'd be he'd be mid twenties. Yeah, maybe oh uh, mid twenties. No, he'd be an annoying sidekick then. Yeah, he'd be snarky and mm-hmm. like, come on, Doctor Jones, or he'd probably call him Doctor J now or something. <laughs> or, yeah, but we are obviously then if this is uh, thirty eight, so you move nineteen years, we will be in the nineteen fifties. 
one could what assume. I love I love movies set in the fifties. Okay. Okay. I do like that. That's good. I it's this is kinda weird. Why, I, like I, I once again I say one would presume if we were this to move is 19 so weird. years, we would I be like in the movies 1950s. that are made in the eighties but set in the fifties. Is that <laughs> okay. weird? There's like a certain so you aesthetic. Must love Back to the Future. Yes. <laughs> I love Back to the Future, you know, anything like you know, Stand By Me. Sure, sure, yeah. And you know, like Grease, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, so I'm a sucker for things like that. So we're, so we're going to see a movie uh, from 2008 that is set in the 1950s. Yes, which is going to be different. Um, um, and does, does, that, does that time period give you any kind of um, uh, expectations of what would be in this? If it were to be 19 years as well. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm no history major, but I'm assuming there's some kind of a war. I mean, there's a war going on. So mm-hmm. I'm expecting to see another... Uh, I mean, I hope that there's like another enemy villain type situation. Mm-hmm. Like you have the enemy, and then there's the villain. Yeah. Um. I hope it's not Willie. I hope she just never returns <laughs> ever. Um. Yeah, I'm curious to see who they bring back. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm curious to see if Dan Aykroyd's going to make. There's a, there's a lot of time between here, so yeah. Some um, of these actors are not alive. Actually. Yeah, and I and so I think we can rule out Sean Connery. Maybe. I don't know. I can't we'll speak see. to that. Yeah. We will see. <laughs> don't make that face. You agreed to this before you came on the podcast. <laughs> I don't want any more guff from you, Katie. Uh, but I guess we will. We will have to see next week uh, if uh, what what happens. Uh, in okay, what's it called? The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Indiana Jones skull? and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. There's a kingdom. Mm-hmm. I waited so many years for this cr- movie. The, I felt I waited my whole. Thing? I was born in 1989 when this. I waited my whole life, uh, the first 19 years of my life, to see another. Yeah. Indiana Jones movie. The only thing that makes me think of a crystal skull is the is the vodka that Dan Aykroyd makes that yes. he puts yes, that's true, that's true. in a crystal skull. Yep. So I'm I'm really hoping Dan Aykroyd's Dan in this Aykroyd's one in just it. for that mirror. Dang it, Katie, and they're you making did some research. They're <laughs> making vodka. It's all about the it's all about the franchise. <laughs> it's actually a documentary on how they make it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll be back next week to finish up our uh, Indiana Jones uh, retrospective, if you will. Um, with uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And, uh, yeah, Katie uh, and Donovan, thank you, of course, for being on. Thank you. Well. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, you can follow us at SeenThatPod on Twitter, and our email is SeenThatPod at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. Thank you.